Welcome to House Common Blood, where the strangers are family. Every episode contains graphic content, including but not limited to copious amounts of blood, unnecessary cursing, death of all ages, be they infants or immortals, fantasy drug use, nudity, mentions of sex, and sound effects of various qualities. We cannot stress enough that this is mature content with adult themes. You have been warned. May the albatross guide your way. Welcome to House Comblood. I'm Gray, your DM and host. We're a D&D 5e podcast currently playing the adventure Hangman March of Storms. <laughs> Wrong one. <laughs> Worms of Frostheart. <laughs> Our party were former prisoners, once convert, uh, covert operatives for Giuliano's government as they faced sentient calamities led by the Rebirth Bastion, a Genasi army threatening world destruction. Recently, our misfit group confronted an emotional vampire in Shayam, a town made of a thinking slime mimic, Sentient Calamity. After a fierce battle and defeating the vampire, they face consequences, like a curse from a hag. Now, free from imprisonment, the party journeys on, even delivering cookies to another hag. However, a party member is cursed to kill a living seal, leading them to a dungeon with the Trask burial site. Breaking the curse involved an unusual pact, transplanting an elder brain into uh, into the Trask skeleton. The necromancer, Phoenix, a fire genasi, was defeated, and the Trask remains within its ward. Venturing south to uh, ruins with the dormant teleportation circle, the party discovers a world map with four sets of two glowing symbols. Their next target is in Lachis, within Titan Sea. Rather simple, don't you think? I'm joined here today by our players, Mega. Hello, I am Mega, and I play Eddie, the Otter Boy Triton Bastard class. I also play Eddie, and I'll find more ways to play other characters of similar names. Looking at you, Captain Eddie. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I think we have like six fucking characters called Eddie, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. We have Eddie, the Triton, Eddie, the Echo Knight, Eddie, the Orphan, Eddie, the uh, Captain, and I swear to God, there was one more Eddie I threw in there. It wasn't Eddie. Like, what I named was Hetty. Oh, Hetty. Yep, yep. We have. We also have Hetty. <laughs> yeah, we have five. Put that shit on the wiki. Uh, following up from that, uh, our next player is Rakusen. Howdy everyone, I'm Recusant. I play Mavet Soha Fidash, the tree golem monk that is the sap that holds the party together. And finally, uh, Moomin. Hello, I am Moomin. I play Eddie, I mean Seer, and they are a fire genasi alchemist who very much, well, fixes the group as well as, you know, doesn't let people die despite what's going on. And they are dressed as a clown now. Yeah, I forgot about that small detail. Wow, you guys, the last session uh, did not go the way I expected. Um, so to neatly wrap it up in a bow, Eddie was really drilling at uh, Captain Valentine 
on his uh, relationship with his mother. And he was very uh, forth. Well, actually, the issue is he's very tight lipped about their relationship, saying that uh, his mother had something very precious to him uh, his vocal cords, as strange as that sounds. And uh, Eddie organized uh, a little one on one with his mother and figured out where those uh, vocal cords were and gave back to him. As a little bit of a B plot here, uh, Seer and uh, Aluya ran into a couple water genasi that were uh, hiding amongst the citizens in uh, Tandeka Island. And uh, from what you've gathered, they are part of uh, the Rebirth Bastion. And they are working under a uh, person called Captain Eddie, who works under Quagmire, a uh, hot-button name that you guys have been uh, learning about. So far, we uh, left the story at the manor with uh, Captain Valentine getting back his vocal cords. And I believe those were uh, the major beats from the last session as you guys nearly avoided a combat. As well as, uh, see, I think the last most important part is a seer uh, promised to join uh, these people and were given a uh, rendezvous point at uh, 8, 8 a.m. the following morning at a uh, shack. What did I say? The U.S. military is very persuasive. I mean, uh, the Rebirth Bastion. They have really good benefits. <laughs> All right, now we're gonna get started here, and uh, and uh, huh? Hey, Mumi, now I got a question for you. Lay it on me. Uh, where, where's Nita? Oops. So, if you remember correctly, Nita specifically yeah. asked me to have them always with Seer at yeah. any point. Okay. Mm-hmm. So currently, wherever Seer is, Nita is. So I would assume side by uh, side. Well- well, hang on. We we need to specify something here, Moo. I'm not asking where Luya is. I'm asking where Nita is. Uh, uh, hang on, hang on. Uh, Rakuzen, what do you do with Nita? What was that? What did you do with Nita? Don't squeal. It's a simple question. I play dumb. Don't squeal. <laughs> They're not in my pockets. Empty your pockets. No, let, let me just peer inside my belly. Reaches my hand in there. Yep, they're not in there. <sighs> Mega, what happened to Nita? Right, fine. I put them in Moomin's pocket. Damn it, are you screaming? Everyone chase it. I, I would, I'll be more than happy to pull Nita out of uh, Moomin's pocket, but I don't think, uh, I don't think that's uh, Twitch appropriate. Took a lot of practice. Everyone ready to hit the ground running here? I actually play a little bit of D and D. Pretend like we're fantasy people, fantasy otter in a fantasy island on a fantasy ocean. Can we play in a fantasy desert instead? Oh, you guys had that option, and you kind of fucked it up. Sorry Damn. to say. You really screwed the pooch on that one. All right. Let's set the scene here. Eddie. Uh, well, actually, I need to ask the rest of the party. Uh, I believe where we left off, um, we were in uh, the master bedroom for the Hayes estate. Eddie was leading the way, and uh, I believe the rest of the party was following suit. Am I correct with that? Do I have the right visual that everyone's in the same room here? Unless I'm misremembering, I thought uh, specifically uh, Seer and Aluya were off doing their own thing separately because they didn't want to draw attention to... That's right. Like, uh, yep, yep, that's right. It is because they're uh, being followed. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, so it's safe to say that the party split and uh, can reconvene soon. Yeah, because there wasn't too much of a split. Or, uh, sorry, it was it, the split didn't last for too long. 
Um, so lagging 10 minutes behind the scene would be uh, Moo and uh, Nita. So, Eddie, my vet, both of you are within the master bedroom, and we see Captain Valentine just stroking his neck. Do you, and it was a very strange uh, a visual, because it wasn't gory, it wasn't bloody, it was... Picked up these long, meaty strands, brought it close to his neck. He saw a turquoise glow as he rubbed his neck, and almost like molding clay onto clay, just see his neck smooth. And he says, Thank you. I appreciate it. (laughs) See him begin to cough from how raspy his voice is. Uh, you need, like, a drink of water? Oh, yes, please. would love some water. Looks towards the tree, man. <laughs> Mavet leaves and goes to the tub to get uh, some water. Yes. It, the captain looks towards Eddie. Yes. <laughs> you. Okay, I, I actually need to hear this, Mavet. You're grabbing the. Are you taking the tub? Mavet goes to where we showered Papa Eddie, or bathed Papa Eddie, and he goes and grabs a cup of water. I don't believe we drained it, so I'll nope. scoop out some water from there and bring it back. And Valentine grabs the cup, begins to drink it greedily. Mm. You hear him just crunching a little bit of ice in his mouth. Oh, yeah. <coughs> yes, that's... That's good. I needed that. And he sticks out his tongue, pulls out a couple of hairs. What the hell? <laughs> and looks towards you. Oh, that must be um, Papa Papa Eddie's flavor. Papa Eddie's flavor? Looks towards Eddie. Well, uh, you know what? I'm just gonna step outside for a few minutes and grab some, like, different water for you <laughs> okay just like this just doesn't feel like answering the question hold on what, what's this about papa eddie's flavor as he that just like poofs in a puff of smoke so you're a tree <laughs> looking towards my bed yes are you a lumberjack oh i wouldn't call myself a lumberjack but I've had my, had my hand on Nax before. Just don't bring it towards me, and I won't have to kill you. Lovely. Or harm Eddie. Wouldn't dream of it. Suddenly pulls <laughs> back in. All right, so, like, this is... This is coconut water with a pineapple twist and some ice. How much rum? Link's eyes. Hold on. Poops away again. <laughs> <laughs> So you sound a lot nicer than your sword friend. Yeah, he's he's a bit, bit of an asshole. Not gonna lie. Yeah, he's got quite the mouth on him. Ah, fuck you! <laughs> just like fucking, you just see his hand shaking as he's holding down the hilt to keep it from rattling. Why, you? Can you guys communicate through your heads? Or does he just randomly make you say things? Before you got your cords back. You, you would just randomly make me say things. 
So you were like a puppet. I... What? No. What? No. Well, yeah, he would be... He was the little making you talk. That's why you got beat up by those weak people. Right, so like, I couldn't decide on a volume, so I just brought the whole bottle. Okay. Oh, that's great. And you you hold out a bottle and like a glass of like a mixed waters. And they're both in his hands. Yeah, um, so you see his hand uh, like coming towards the options. Immediately just go for the rum, pops the cork, and just begins chugging it. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a lot better. Hang on, just holds up a finger and <laughs> just starts drinking it again. <sighs> Nothing really gets the vocal cords going than a little bit of rum. Thank you, Mr. Hayes. Gives you a nod. Well, then I'll just drink this. And it just starts drinking the water. <laughs> I mean, he got a whole glass and everything. Some of y'all drink. But then it's like, oh, you know what? Like, uh, Eddie will, like, a like a like stop mid sip like a like a hold out the glass and kind of like sprinkle it over like a Mavet's feet. Good stuff. As you see, Mavet's toes just begin to wiggle as he attempts to make gulping sounds like the other people. <laughs> Hang on, uh, Seer. Would you uh, be eventually going back to the Hayes estate, or do you have other plans in mind? We can't. We are. The problem is that we're being watched, so we had to literally go into an inn. That's the problem. We were assuming to be betting at a different night because the problem is. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that, that, that's, that that's what yeah that's why I wanted to know because you uh, dealt with the uh, the the main tale and I just wasn't sure if you were going to the Hayes estate afterwards or if you're getting a room. Getting a room? I'll, well, I'll have Louie and I share a room. Okay. All right, everybody on Twitch, get ready for some fanfic. Ah, so let me just ask the party, uh, would you guys like to take a long rest and uh, reconvene? Or do you guys have other plans in mind here? Because I, I know, like, Mega, you, you'd have a, uh, uh, obviously some questions to uh, ask Valentine since you uh, uh, helped him find his voice. Um, but I'm trying to get an idea of uh, how the party uh, gets back together, essentially. Or if there's a rendezvous point between everyone. Uh, actually... Uh, if, um, you know, just for the party, for the party's benefit here, um, uh, Eddie, like, uh, previously, like, you know, like, before, like, uh, uh, Eddie would officially, like, lose contact, like, uh, with Seer, Eddie would say, Hey, uh, you, Pat, can you maybe tell me the place where you plan on staying? Please, go ahead, Seer. Am I free to give the name of the place? Yes, ma'am. We shall call it the Shovel Newt. All right. You guys should get a package sometime in the morning. Good to know. Then we'll be careful. We have to be up early, so make sure they send it early. Not, you know, by the sun. Well, you might want to look around for it, because they won't leave a trace. Fair enough. Then I shall inform Aluia as well. We'll just peacefully rest here. Okay. Aluia! Hey, how's it going, girl? Hey, hey, hey. I'm sorry I'm late. No, that's perfectly fine. Anita, would you like to introduce yourself and your character? Uh, sure. Uh, hi there, Anita here. I play Olya Oblak, the human cleric sorcerer. Actually, before we uh, move on here, uh, Olya, if you don't mind, uh, I would like to see a little bit of a scene of uh, 
back and forth between Aluya and Seer in their uh, hotel or in yeah well, we won't say a hotel room but at their uh, room in the inn about uh, everything that transpired uh, transpired so far because I haven't really gotten a feel or input on uh, what Aluya has been thinking or doing during uh, last session's uh, little combo. I need a recap because I wasn't there either. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly fine. Uh, Siri, if you want to give her the quick uh, lowdown on uh, what you discussed with the Genasi. All right. So, Aluya, I want to give you the quick and dirty. Here we go. Okay. So, we were having fun, making money. You were dancing, shaking around. I was doing eating candles, getting sick. My tummy hurt. And as we continued on, we found some weird people that were following us. Then these people were like, we know who you are. And we're like, crap. And I'm like, I can't exactly run away. You're like, stick with me. I'm like, all right, cool. So we go into this weird house. Doesn't seem threatening. They rip off their skin. Suddenly, frogs. Two frogs. One of them had lipsticks. I don't know how since they're usually mucusy. So they're being nice and friendly. They love us because they're also Genasi. They're made of water. I made of fire. They don't know that you're made of lightning. So as we continue chatting, they then say this. Oh, hey. We, I gotta tell you something, but if I don't tell you, you could leave. But if I do tell you, I can't let you leave if you say no. I'm like, well, damn. Alright, go and ask. So, apparently they're part of the, you know, the resistance that is currently trying to destroy the world. A.K.A. Rebirth Bastion. They asked us to join um, Mestrella's army. I'm like, cool beans, we'll join. Because, why not? Know the enemies and whereabouts. They told us where Quagmire is. And they also told us how to get to where we need to go. So if we find Quagmire and we work undercover, then we could basically sneak into everywhere. You know? They have not told you the location of Quagmire. I thought you... Oh, no. You mentioned about... Uh, sh- um, sorry. Yeah, about that they the work under- underneath Quagmire. Yeah. Okay, okay. That That's how I was ma- messing up. So, with that said, Aluya, after that, we leave. We're like, damn. Then suddenly, someone else is following us. I can't tell who it is. Turns out it's a drunk that's really sad that his wife left. So I try to calm him down. He takes my advice and turns it into murder. I make him go to sleep. Oh, okay. And then I had to tell Eddie, hey, we might be being followed or people are watching us because they know who we are. So we had to split. Eddie's like, cool beans. All right, I'll see you later. And we're like, cool beans. And we go to an inn. It's called the Shovel Newt. And now we rent a room together. You do the talking, I'm eating candles. Oh, sorry, I was writing something. So did we, like, just volunteer to be spies or something? No, not, they don't know we would be spies, but I guess we would be spies? No. Think of it's more like the recruiting Genasi, just by the fact that due to the perjury that is occurring to us, they want to help us be freed, and it's rather a nice goal to be a part of since some people don't want to be murdered in the streets but then again they're also proposing to murder people in the streets all right like aren't you like opposed to the killing of people though you are correct however let's put it this way luya it is a grand opportunity to know our enemy in fact think of it like this if we didn't agree we would have no clue that they were here recruiting genasi actively which means our genasi's all about Lastly, you and I, well, look like the enemy to people, which means they'll most likely work with us. 
So I don't think they know who we are yet, which is good. Which is why we can't work with Eddie and everyone else, because, well, then people are going to ask why you're working with Genasi. Make sense? Yes. It's just, um, I heard some interesting information when Eddie was talking to, uh, those guys outside. Uh, the Crimson Fist, right? It's just, I now have a lead on something and I kind of want to follow it. We can. It's just, well, as you already know, our schedule's tight. We have to, well, we just have to be at our meeting point in the morning. Or was it in the evening? I think it's in the evening. 8 a.m. I was right, in the morning. Well, okay. I mean, I'm going to stick with you regardless. So if you think that this is the way to go, that's fine by me. We could still follow the lead. It's just, are they people that operate only in the morning? Or do you think they're people that operate at night as well? I don't really know uh, the inner workings of, like, gangs and stuff. Mobs? I don't know. Gardening clubs? I don't know how they operate. Well, if it's a mob, then I doubt they sleep. But it's really up to you if you want to investigate. It's just I don't think we'll have a restful night to, in this moment here. Kind of pointing to, like, I imagine this inn's not, like, the fanciest inn, Gray. I imagine it's, like, a regular studio size um, room maybe even smaller yeah yeah that that'd be uh, uh appropriate imagine like a, a studio sized uh area with uh two beds a wardrobe and uh uh in particular like uh, a very small window and it's uh one of those uh cross windows if it makes sense to you like you can't open it fair enough then but that's why i want to let you know olivia is mainly because well, I just want you to know that it's easy for people to spot me, as you saw with those Genasi people that were talking to us. They'll, if they were able to spot me, I bet you there's going to be people that, people that could spot me as well. You have the convenience of hiding a bit more, though. I wonder how they spotted me as you eat a fucking candle like a carrot. <laughs> it was delicious. So, here's my question for you, Leah, then. Would you like to investigate tonight and then we might not have a restful night? Or would you like to have a restful night with me? I know you're pretty tired, so I would rather you get as much sleep as you can so you're pretty refreshed, you know? I appreciate that. I can, before I sleep, I might concoct some few things. Since we travel too far, I might have to make another rascal. Alright, well, I could be lookout and then you can get the rest you need. Don't be too far. I, you're not safe either. <laughs> well, I don't mind looking the way I do, I guess. You're like, ah, no, you must hide. I'm like, ah, fuck that shit. No, thank you. True, but I don't accidentally kill things by touching them. I burn I, things. I don't, I don't mean to do it. It just happens. Just use the staff and you'll be fine. Okay. So, uh, is, uh, both, uh, parties here taking a long rest? Well, there's one thing that Eddie would have to do before trying to take a long rest. Yes, sir. I like, I know you're pretty tired, but like, so like we can maybe have a longer conversation in the morning. But there is one pretty important question I have to ask, and it's a matter of life and death. Yes, Mr. Hayes. Do you sleep with my mom? Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's a really oh. long pause. That's a big pause. Yeah, silence is deafening. Thinking, it, this is not 
I'll explain how long the pause was after I'm done rolling. Okay. Okay, that's actually 16. Um, he uh, looks you uh, in the eyes, Eddie. And there's a couple heartbeats as he didn't... He didn't quite understand what you said. And I think he might just say, One more time, Mr. Hayes, I don't think I heard you right. Did you sleep with my mom? No. Have you ever thought about it? No. For for the audience, I rolled a... During this entire thing, I rolled a D100, got 71. And before answering his first question, I got a 16. And now I rolled a 20 for a second question. Or sorry, 22. Oh, charisma checks. Ain't gonna die. D100 charisma checks? What? No, sorry. The D100 the D100 is not important for you to know. The D100 is something for myself. Um the two charisma checks are what are what's important. One was 16 and one was 22. You don't know whether it's persuasion or deception. It's like he's going to like a like a take back his pipe, smoke into it for a bit, breathe it out. You know, say, "All right, but it's really important that you know I'm not the one you have to convince." <laughs> If you're telling the truth, then you'll probably wake up in the morning. Is it uh, is it hot in here? It feels a little hot. And he just starts drinking the rum again. And this is to Valentine. I mean, if you're feeling hot, you yeah. can always take yeah. off your clothes. Thinking about it. And yes, it is, Aaliyah. Valentine's being interrogated whether he slept with Eddie's mom. Okay. Eddie, he seems a little weird by that question. Are we not allowed to sleep with your mom? <laughs> well, it's less of being allowed and more the Pops loves Ma a lot, like a lot, a lot. And Pops is a pretty powerful guy. If the captain's not careful, he can make sure it looks like an accident. But usually it's safe to sleep with someone next to you so they could be a lookout in case, you know, bad people come. That's why I, I sleep with my eyes open. I make sure everyone is okay. Maybe he sleeps with his eyes open. He could have protected your mom if he slept with her. Oh, you don't really understand. I basically asked if he pollinated my mom. <laughs> pollinated? Oh, that's gonna slowly walk out of the door. <laughs> I, I will go chilled with your guard friend and keep watch. I won't pollinate with him, but I will sleep next to him. And keep eye on the house. <laughs> Mama just like leaves on that note. Yeah. Yeah, Mama doesn't doesn't feel comfortable talking about pollination because he does it asexually. <laughs> it's a very uncomfortable topic. Just coming in with that ace energy. <laughs> okay. And I guess as the door closes, just like Eddie, just like uh, like uh, looks over to Captain. I don't know. You want to pollinate? No. No. <laughs> he just keeps drinking this fucking rum. I think that calls for an insight roll to see if he's closeted or not. You know what? Just for fun. <laughs> yes, sir. Insight check. The funny part is that Eddie has means of, like, having to avoid these insight checks, but he chooses not to. <laughs> what a nice guy. Alright. Say you the roll. He's a real chill dude. Just to clarify, what's the insight check over? Whether or not he wants a pollinate? Oh my god. 
uh, it didn't let me roll for guidance. Yeah, but, yeah, you can uh, roll the d4. That that was my bad. Just roll d4. Uh, Twenty-one insight. Okay. <laughs> Just to clarify, what what part were you insight checking? <laughs> it's is very important to me. Well, it's it's that like it's that bit in the end after he after he asked that question. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Uh, honestly, like uh, at, at this moment, uh, he he may be. Uh, al- although he's, uh, it sounds like he's violent, uh, violently against it. Uh, you, you know, deep down, he might be up for it. <laughs> it's like, uh, like uh, smokes in one more time, lets it out, like uh, before saying, "You know, you do seem pretty stressed. And if it makes you feel any better, I won't tell anyone." Uh, Quirk Snibra. Then he just uh, says, "Promise." His honor. Yeah, I, I could I could use a little stress reliever. Uh, hey, Eddie, can you turn out the light? <laughs> and like usual, we have a fade to black. <laughs> you thought it was going to be a Louie and I, but in reality, it's yeah, Eddie. No, that, that was a curveball on me. Um, we can't fade to black. We got to know who's on top. No, well, that, that's a story for, for another day. And Valentine Bang. Hang on. See his performance. Is that a nat one? Hang on. No, the nat one was his uh, uh, charisma check. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Check. Oh my god, what a terrible lover. Hang on. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> it is not really that good, but he goes on like for way too long. He he's, doesn't have the skills, but he has the stamina. Like, uh, you know, like if like perhaps letting that like uh, that role, like uh, like uh, Eddie's role, like uh, extend a little bit is do you think it's because of a lack of experience or more like <laughs> or like just nervousness on his part? He has a sore throat. <laughs> Actually, a lack of uh, of experience. Um, and and, and I believe like uh, you'd come to actually uh, two conclusions. It's either the uh, sword is ruining his uh, chances, or it could be uh, his uh, link in infatuation with Minerva. So you have no idea whether his inexperience is uh, uh, more leaning towards uh, one end or the other. But it could more likely be a combination of the two. But that being said, he doesn't have a lot of partners in bed. Well, then, in which case, it would kind of like... uh then makes sense to where it's like basically like uh, Eddie would like you know recognizing that and like seeing like uh you know like uh well, I guess like uh, experiencing like uh, how poorly he's performing. I think he would actually like step in and uh and take the lead with him. <laughs> uh, since my vet's on guard duty, are 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 y'all making noises? Do I hear anything? Not now the performance <laughs> that bad, dude. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this fucking straight silent night. <laughs> it's just like it's like shh, just let me do all the work. <laughs> do we pivot? <laughs> what the fuck's the tree man doing in the guardhouse? The guard, the guard, uh, the the gate is empty, but you see a patrol of uh, people outside. I'm just going to be doing my century rest, um, keeping okay. an eye out. Um, while I lay inert until I get a long rest. Are you are you taking the guard's chair? 
No, I'd probably be just sitting next to it. I don't need a chair. It's made out of wood. Yes, sir. And that offends you down on your deepest level, doesn't it? No, it was a weak piece of wood to be turned into a chair. It deserved its fate. It's probably a weeping willow with how much of a pansy it was to get chopped down. Only I knew how to cast communicate with chair. Only if you need that spell. Yeah, we... The camera lingers on Mavet for a little bit. We look towards the gate. In the distance, we see the dancing of shadows. Then we transition over to Aluya and Seer. We're having a wild night, even better than Eddie's. No. Um, <laughs> Be gentle. Always, <laughs> Seer. Um, no, uh, we're just chilling. You know, Seer said she had some things to take care of, so Aluya would kind of just be chilling around the room, just watching her do her thing. Hmm. Very much, you'll see Seer just, like, mechanically making another little dragon that you remember they had before. Meticulously making it out of a tankard, as well as smashing it with a hammer to shaping it. It's not a quiet process. It's very much like Aluya just sitting there watching this clinking and tanking of this thing. And then eventually Seer... scale from, like, zero to uh, Tom and Jerry, how Tom and Jerry is it? I would say it's Tom and Jerry enough that it seems in re- on the realms of reality, but like Louis would still be being like, "What? Why? Why would you put that?" What I call bubblegum science. Bubblegum science. If you look at all the science people, they'll be like, "All right, I'm gonna make a bomb. I just need a paperclip, a cardboard box, and bubblegum." But eventually, you'll see Seer event have a little small gem they pull out, and they'll insert it into a small mechanized dragon, and it comes to life. Well, look at that. That is pretty cool. It's useful. I don't know why you needed a button and a thimble for it, but, you know, do you? It's because I heard the adage, a button and a thimble, you're as cute as a button and a thimble. But I don't remember where I heard it from. Ah. You'll see Seer just flick it over to you as you see this creature land on you. Does it get shot? It's made of metal. Do you touch it? No, I mean, it lands on me, so I just wanted to make sure it lands on a good spot. It's up to Seer. She's the one who fucking threw it at you. I imagine it's like landing near you, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. But you'll hear Seer go like, I don't usually often do this for people, but you can name it. Oh, you want me to name this? But you know you had the other little guy and you named it uh, Rascal, right? Mm. I named it Rascal just because I worked with kids. Usually younger kids like cuter names, but it's up to you. Besides... Strange way to describe this to you, Leah, but, well, don't think of it as a separate entity. Think of it as a part of me. If you touch it, I feel it. If you hold it, I feel hold. Kind of that scenario. Okay, I've got the name for it. Spanky. Why Spanky? Uh, out of character, you said his name was Rascal, and I thought little rascals and Spanky was no, no, I, I love it. I love it. That's why I was just saying. Hmm. I don't know. Are you it just kind of spanky? came to me. It's S-P-A-N-K-Y? Yep. Spanky it is. Spanky it's the same, is like, a general, like, uh, shape as your last homunculus, or does this one look different? Instead of having two bolts for eyes, it has one bolt for an eye, and the bolt that I try to put in is actually in its chin. <laughs> Shit. We gotta change all the artwork now, goddammit. Now we'll keep it, but you'll see Seer kind of, like, smile and go, like, Spanky it is, then. Feels like a good energy. Then again, you always have good energy, so very fitting. 
All right, Spanky, you and I will watch over the theater. Flies up. (laughs) Glad you enjoy it. I could take a break, though, if there's anything else you would like to do tonight. I think, well, if you use the staff and turn human, do you think you want to grab drinks? (laughs) Drinks? I don't know if I really drank like that, but with you, yes, I would love to. I don't drink often because, well, weird things happen. Like what? You lose your shoes? Uh, You walk like a duck? No, my body gets far harder, um, hotter, because what will happen is that when I do drink alcohol, alcohol, flammable, if it's in my stomach, I grow it in temperature. So I save it for special mm. occasions. I think this is special. Well, I would agree. I mean, I had a great time with you today, so why not end it on a bang? No, I don't want to end on a bang if that's when I drink too much. I, mean, I don't want to, to explode, but you know. I appreciate that. That's why... Go for wine, don't go for harder stuff, because, well, there was this one time when I almost went critical. I kind of want to see it, but I understand you don't want to be a danger to anyone. But there is a part of me that's like, do it. Well, feel free to share that opinion more often then, because I'm not too picky. Not only that, but, well, like you and Eddie, you both... I hold your opinions higher than most. It's rare to find people that I get to connect with. Although your connection is different from theirs. I'm gonna look at Seer. Seer, that was beautiful. We should drink more for that. Um, if you want, just remember, I'll put my thermal blanket out. I think we'll be okay. So we we cut to see you both at a bar then, like, or at least like the bar at the uh, inn. Basically, they're gonna bring alcohol into the room. <laughs> Okay, uh, so do you call for a uh, service to like uh, get you some booze then? Yeah, and Aluia is the one that could be like grabbing stuff because if they use the staff, they could turn human for a little bit, get the stuff turned back to normal. Yep. Okay. Um. Well, first of all, you guys are buying an inn. Um. It's gonna cost uh one gold from you each with these extra services. I'm gonna say like uh. Well, it depends. Like uh, what what's the quality of the liquor you're getting? You got this, Aaliyah. Uh, the quality. You covering me. Um, like hard liquor that, like, we don't have to drink it hard. Like, we can just mix it with things. Like, they're dangerously good, right? Like, they taste like candy, but they get you shit-faced. Ah, schnapps. Gotcha. No, I'm fucking with you. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Well, I'd say, like, uh, something around these parts, like, uh, spiced rum would be more of a, uh, uh, a common thing around here in wines, like uh, spice rum and wines. Uh, I would even go so far as to actually throw it in uh, Eddie's ball court, since it's a little cultural uh, significance here. Like, uh, do like uh, what what would be the state of liquor on this island? Um, I would say like you know, like uh, the best liquors are probably like uh, reserved for um. Like you know, like for like the the resort areas as well as the uh, estate, um, and all, like you know, like basically like you know, like a, the places like you know, like much more geared toward like uh, tourism. Um, yep. Like, a, but I would say that because of the unique nature of this particular island, uh, provided that a business is willing to like uh, make that trek inward to achieve it, uh, it's like a there's actually like opportunities for like a lot of different kinds of of alcohols due to the 
variety and abundance of fruits that they could potentially try to turn into alcohol. Okay. Yeah, that that's what I was uh, thinking was like a, a fruit-based uh, booze here. And I, I could go so far as to say that, you know what, Aluya, we could probably uh, find is uh, candy flavored liquor, but it'd have to be based on like a, a common fruit. You know what I mean? Like a banana or apple. Okay, apple's fine mm-hmm. with me. <laughs> Apple's fine. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. I, just to go with the mojo, since like uh, you guys are in a uh, sailor do- dominated, like a uh, populated area, like I would say, like uh, the, the very first thing you would be able to get is like a, uh, a spice rum that's uh, flavored with apple and has a, a sickly can or like it, it's appled flavor, but it you could obviously tell that they add an extra sweet. Uh, sweetness and bite to it to the point where you could really say oh yeah this tastes like a uh, candy and uh i would say uh yeah so in total one gold piece from both of you and uh, i'm gonna need five gold pieces for this and i'll explain why in a second i'll pay sears portion that's fine yep oh that's sweet yep you know the poor yeah I'm, I'm gonna say this stuff's a little bit more uh, uh top shelf now it is an exclusive like uh, the the very best of the best, but it's some of the better stuff you guys can find around here. And I assume you guys wouldn't mind uh, dishing out a penny or two for a good night. And I would say like as it gets later into the night, you guys uh, get your little shipment. You hear a, a knock on the door. Uh, this is before you get your liquor. Just knock, knock, knock. Olu's going to look at Seer and she's going to change. And then Seer's going to go to a spot and just like hide themselves for a bit. Uh, I'm not going to open the door all the way. I'm going to just slowly open it, uh, but have my foot towards the back of it. Mm. Uh, hello? Hello? Yes? Uh, were you the ones that ordered the liquor? Uh, room 103? Please tell me this is a, a small child that's like having to carry giant ass bottles. Uh, yes, that is us. Do you have it all? Uh, just clarify, you open the door? No, it's still slightly open ajar. Yeah, that, that's the visual I need in my head. Uh, yes, I, I I have it. Just pass it to me. Oh. Please. Oh, 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 okay. And how do you... So do you crack the door? Just a smidge more. Just where the bottle can get through. Well, I, I've got a little bit more than just the bottle here. That's okay. We'll do it one at a time. We'll do, that's good. I'll give you a gold for it. <laughs> oh, yes, ma'am. And she... The woman on the other side just gives a bit of a nod, and uh, she passes you the bottle first. It's a brown bottle, big label. It's black uh, with a, uh, a white uh, graphic design on it. Captain I would go so Morgan's. far as to say it's like a Jolly Roger has a skull, and uh, between its teeth, you see like a, a yeah, a simple design for a candy piece. I'm just gonna take one, put it down next to me, like a chain system that once she's done i'm just gonna politely give her a gold piece do so and what comes next is a little bit of a uh, brown package what what is this uh it's from the hayes family that's for us aluya oh Oh, okay Uh, thank you for everything nots i'm just gonna open it more i know make sure you leave a review pep (laughs) just bye bye you hear footsteps uh, fall down the hallway till they die. Uh, remind me, what's in the box? Eddie, what's in the box? 
Because they'll give you a little bit of freedom of like uh, if it has a particular shape or if it's like a uh, a box box. Does it seem to be discrete packaging? Uh, it is discrete packaging. <laughs> so, uh, I would actually, well, funny enough, it's like uh, uh, I would actually like wonder if like um, uh, oh. no, I think that would possibly be too expensive. Or mm. sorry, I'm I'm mentally debating with myself if like uh, uh, if you know, like there would be like a certain like uh, market for having like uh, uh, seaweed paper for packaging. I could see it, uh, but I think that uh, you know what I would even go so far as to say that's a, a main like uh, import to the island, like uh, from say a uh, sea elves. Yeah, so then it's a it's it is a small package like you know like wrapped in uh, in seaweed paper. <laughs> it's like uh, fairly like discreet, doesn't have like actually any like uh, uh, markings or even like uh, a label like uh, ad- like you know like with any address or anything like that. Mm. It's like a paper, like it with a simple tie. <laughs> it's not particularly large either. It's like a like a, something that could like easily uh, easily fit in one's hand uh, for this mm. particular package. Anyway, yeah, this is what's before both of you. Do you open it? Air opens it unfazed. No, no caution at all. Dexterity save, please. Okay, no, I I'm fucking with you. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, go ahead. What the hell's in there? Like, uh, what you get is a four-inch vibra... I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's weird. It says bad dragon on here. What the fuck does that mean? Bad dragon. Um, uh, what you actually get uh, is a box, like, uh, which if you open them, that box is uh, what appears to be, like, a small um, uh, circular, like, uh, like, or spiral seashell. Uh, like uh, think like um, uh, thinking uh, think in this case a um, I guess like maybe like something closer to like a like not exactly like how it is because like you know it's like a very different system but you know how I like, can uh, in one piece the kind of snails that they have like yep. you know, like their shells are just like very uh, donut esque like that sort of shape. Yeah, that's perfect. I think she would be like, ah, this is what they meant by delivering it sooner. Allows it to be in contact more than. Oh, so this was what Eddie was talking about. The shell phone. It's going to help us greatly since while we are doing what I'm thinking we will do, which is working behind enemy lines, we'll need to have this and keep it to ourselves really closely. I think we'll be fine. Here's what I'll say then. I'll hold on to it for the time being, and then, if you need to, I will hand it to you back and forth. We'll hand it to whoever's safest to be able to contact. Probably you. I don't really trust myself with important things, so it's all in your... Well, I trust you, so don't doubt yourself too much. 50 episodes later, that was a mistake. (laughs) So, I want to hear the highlights of the night between uh, the both of you, because it sounds like... uh, you you're both loosening up i want to hear like uh you know how fast you girls go through the bottle like uh, what you girls do uh, what happens throughout the night like uh, g- give me a couple scenes here i can't speak for seer but i think uh Aaliyah will pour uh the glasses for each of us and i would just you know just casually drink and talk and just 
wind down a little and then once it starts to like really get in Luyu's system the glasses start becoming more and more full and she's drinking more yep yep it's downward spiral I gotcha so well and here's what makes it kind of interesting and Gray I was thinking about this with the lore stuff yep fire genasis would be a fucking raging alcoholics because alcohol is fun for them but the reason why I described that is because Seer, let's put it this way. So for Aluya, they drink a normal amount. Seer might drink double, but it's because due to the alcohol thing, it kind of like burns out more. So maybe instead of seeing like Seer drinking it normally, you'll see more of a fire in their breath. You might notice some like little bit of heat from them, but they're doing the same thing you're doing, Aluya, where you're just, we're just chatting back and forth. And I was thinking, what conversation would you ask Seer? Because I imagine Seer is just like more reserved. And go ahead. Great. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, just add one more thing on there. I, I imagine it's even a little bit more than just, like, a more uh, f- fire and flames licking out of your mouth. I imagine it more like, a, it, instead of a person outside in the cold, you know, getting, uh, getting seeing the breath, I think for you, it's a similar type of experience. Uh, and I don't want to call it smoke, because it's not filling up the room, but it's that kind of thing where, as you speak, we see, uh, we can see your breath. I mean, we could just say it's steam. Yeah. Easy peasy. A little bit of steam, yeah. A little, little bit of steam. Steam just comes out of your mouth as you speak. But yeah, what kind of conversation would be uh, the highlight of the night? Uh, I think uh, Aluya would, I guess, try to understand more from Sears past if she's willing to divulge. Um, mm-hmm. She'll talk about, you know, her parents and Corderosa and what it's like there and all the different races and people. Um... But, you know, she'll get curious. and sh- So, I-, I know with the whole Janasi thing, like, there is maybe another body or not body, dead body. I don't really get it, but um, I still feel like me and I have my memories. Do you remember anything? Your childhood? Where you're from? I mean, did you have somebody? The best way to explain it to you, Luya, there's a lot of things that are different about me now that I don't remember. For one, well, as you could tell from me drinking the amount of booze I have, I don't know what my tolerance was was before. Or if I were to go a little bit deeper, I don't really remember childhood. I don't remember all my details. It's mainly because, well, unlike you, Luya, mine lived long enough and probably is still alive in some way if I didn't slay it i don't know but usually when a genasi is born if their body is alive the body uses resources from their previous life to bring them back to life and what we are born from is i would describe as the echoes i wouldn't say a copy i would say it's more of a warped nature of it i will say though while i don't remember everything aluya i do have Things that make me curious. In fact, my whole goal of my adventuring was from a repeating dream that I have that I can never solve. That I can let you know about now. You'll see Seer kind of like sit closer a little bit. And then when they get themselves comfortable, they'll just kind of stare at me and like, You see, the reason why I mention this is because the dream is always the same. It doesn't change. And that's what drives me up the wall is because it's usually the same at all times. And I'm wondering bad dream oh. she's kind of wobbly is it like a bad dream or no i would say honestly if i had a choice to describe it 
And you see Siri pausing a lot, and you're trying to figure out, like, she's trying to process it a bit more when you ask that. You can tell me anything, Sierra. I will not... I will not judge you. I like when you talk. I just want you to imagine a fog. I envision a fog. There is no sound. And no sound. All you hear is the clinking of vials and glass. What you see is something that brings a warm familiarity. A solid oak table with apparatuses and glass and ingredients. I think you'd already guess it sounds like an alchemy table. Oh, like you're making something? Indeed. But the reason why I describe this is because I'm not at the table. I see a slender form. I hear a sweet voice at the table. I don't know what it is from. I don't know who. But I can remember their words over and over again. It's it's something that I can't forget because it's, it's always... Me trying to fill in the gaps, Aluya. They, the words they say as they usually open their arms to me is very much, My beautiful ember, you are so impatient too. And then it just simply disappears in the cackles of a fiery sound. Like my hair that you hear often. They usually also say that they are, well, I think you already heard my goal was to make a panacea, right? Mm, yes, a panic Peter, yes. Sierra's just kind of like smiling more as you're just like losing yourself. It also say after that, as it they start becoming lit aflame like a burning figure. After I finish my work, a possible fantasia could help many innocents. And then it sputters until it says can build among all souls that these lands. This is what I've dreamed of before and it breaks apart. But the reason why this strange shade said is that they made it all for me. Or at least I made it all for them. I don't know. They were happy to meet me somewhere. And they said may our bonds be forever somewhere. It's the whole room lights a flame and in, in fire. Everything turns to an inferno. But it's not a bad inferno. It's very much a sad one. But I could say the final lines I hear is very much the thing that haunts me the most Louis, a little bit. No evil shall separate us. And if they do, I will hunt them to the ends of the world in hopes of reuniting you or in vengeance of the worst of becoming reality. Well, you're gonna see her kind of try and sit up straighter and she looks a little bit more... Uh, there's a, like, the, the, the green in her is coming out. Uh, so she's like, oh, well, uh, I guess you could say that you have somebody already and they're probably looking for you. Don't know. I always theorize the person in the table is actually me since I'm into the alchemy, but also, you misunderstand, Aluya. If I don't know them, I don't know them. But also, whoever I was before, I'm not them. I am me now. But you also don't know. Maybe they'll come back and you'll forget about me. I mean, us. I mean, uh, the group, the gang, we're friends. Hey, now. I don't think they'll come back for... I don't think you understand, Aluya, as a Janasi. People that you used to love in the past would see you as a beast of horror. A painful reminder of what they used to have. I doubt they'll come back. I'm more in the now, and I would love to solve that answer, but I am wondering about the panacea thing, which is why it's my goal. The last wordings, though, feels like a warning. I don't know if I said it or someone else, but... I can say with confidence, Aaliyah, that I don't think you need to worry too much about that. If you're worried. 
I mean, I'm worried I would lose you to someone greater. I don't know. I, you're a pretty great seer, and I mean, I like Eddie, and Marvet is like incredibly cruel and kind of scary to look at. But, um, you know, you're like super cool, you know? You talk a lot, and you're smart, and I like hearing you and looking at you. Uh, wait, what did you say about monsters from the past? Does that mean my parents are gonna hate me now? No, not if you play your cards right. You still look as you are, but you might change. Maybe through the fact that you have your memories, you might be able to be seen as their beautiful daughter. For I, though, I'm not so lucky. I don't have the blessings you have. You have the ability to hide more in plain sight versus I. Well, if I could change things for you to make it easy or maybe kill people for you. I mean, not kill people, maybe kill people. I don't, I, there is like something in me that I am like secretly angry all the time. I don't know what it is, but I would do that for you. I would do many things for you, Sir. It is getting really sleepy now. I don't know what's happening, but your mouth is pretty and I'm tired. Sierra's just making a smile as they look, looking at someone just being like, let's be real, they're kind of making a fool out of themselves. But it's kind of adorable because in a sense, like, Leah's trying to be supportive and they're just rambling back on and forth. But not only that, but like, I know Sierra is smart enough to know, like, when someone's talking like that, it's like, hey, it's hard to miss the signals kind of thing. But Seer very much, you know, as they are, they aren't very charismatic. They're very much laid back. Yeah, so basically Seer will just say, Honestly, Aluya, if I had to ask you to do one simple thing, what brings me the greatest comfort is you just being as free as yourself. Because, honestly, why I find the group fascinating is the fact that I don't have to hide. I can relax. I can actually drink with people. But in you in particular, I also know that you're not someone that would say things lightly. So, I want you to do what you feel is right, and I want you to say what you feel is right. Mm. My mind and whatever you desire is always open, but might as well fix an issue for you. I poke away with a small prick, and I do less restoration on the drunkenness. What is that? I, I, it, uh, the best way I can explain it, Lily, is like Seer will slide her hand onto the side of your waist, kind of thing, and then suddenly you just feel like a poke. It's not like a, it's like a little needle prick, but it's not that painful. And then it's like they move it away, and then suddenly you don't feel drunk. Where did that funny feeling go? Didn't want you to have a terrible hangover. I do find what you said rather adorable, and I'll keep that in mind. Hopefully you'll remember what you said, though, since you're not passed out, though, now. Uh, yes, I said many things, <laughs> but- school you can repeat what they said. I'm- I- 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 I'm going to be here with you, Sir, and I like being with you. I don't want to not be with you. Then as I said, do what you will, be free. It brings me joy and happiness, and I will just revel in it. Like we have so far just now. So don't be shy. Seer will attempt to stand up and then possibly get ready to lay down. 
If Aluya doesn't stop them, that's what they will do. Uh, Aluya will lift up her hand, but then decide against it. You have a good night, Sir. I will, uh, I'll be here. I am not going anywhere. And I won't either. Also, don't feel discouraged. Always be confident. I saw that hand. Falls back into the bed. Uh, she'll smile to herself. You go to sleep already. Good night. All right. Does anything uh, significant uh, happen like uh, during the night here? Or do you both just go to bed? I put the thermal blanket on so I don't light the bed on fire because, oh shit. Lily uh, uh, will just try and sleep. Okay. She'll toss and turn in her regrets, but eventually she'll fall asleep. Okay. Everyone falls asleep and it is now the next day. Anything interesting happened since I was awake the whole time? So you were uh, looking around the property, like, uh, throughout the morning? Just from the guardhouse, whatever I could have seen. Okay. Because I can't move during my sentry rest. Mm-hmm. I'm going to offer you a, a couple perception checks here. Make another one. And one last one. Uh, throughout the night, you hear nothing but the blowing of the wind. You look out into the distance and see the city life. It's strange little unnatural as you see artificial lights uh, die in the night with a uh, yellowish hue. Even the sky itself, you don't really see too many of the stars like it's being cloaked by the city. As you look out into the ocean, you do see is a gigantic creature in the distance. Glint of its eye catching you as it is the size of a whale. And we see it dunk into the water, creating ripples. No event happens. It is the following morning. Yep. I'll say everyone gets up around 7. Will the guard dude ever come back to guard? He, he will. But uh, let me look at uh, Eddie and the captain here. Then we'll get to the guard. <laughs> so yeah, like you want to... Eddie, you know what? Tell me, what does the room look like uh, when, when you both wake up here? So... Well, the uh, the covers are uh, pretty disheveled. Yep. Uh, and there's like definitely like the the lingering smell of uh, of uh, of mindfuck in the air. <laughs> you know, probably to help like uh, ease things up a bit, <laughs> take the edge off. <laughs> so, but just like yeah, just like uh, like Eddie, just like you know, like turning over to the side, like like you know, it's just like yeah, it's just a uh, morning, Captain. You know. I found my voice. I didn't think I'd be going at that high of a pitch, to be perfectly frank. thought I would just be talking and speaking. Uh, well, you know, you haven't had a chance to use it in a bit. Gotta stretch all the frequencies, you know? Gives you a smirk. Hangs his legs over the side of the bed. Gives a stretch. <sighs> Come to me. And you just see, like, uh, the blade in the distance just dissipate and manifest on his side. Damn blade. You see it just rattling nonstop. There's a lot of like uh, <laughs> red uh, twine wrapped around it to keep the hilt in the <laughs> keep the hilt in place and tied up to keep it shut up throughout the night. <laughs> it looks like he broke through one, two. <laughs> Anyways, stands up and begins to dress. Go ahead. I guess they were hoping for commentary. And I didn't want it. Damn thing says enough. How exactly do you keep it around? Um, 
Been a lot for this guy. Yeah, no check necessary. Scratches the back of his head. Here as he like lulls his uh, head shoulder to shoulder, you hear his neck uh, cracking. Oh, a funny story with that. See, back when I was wet behind the ears, I was actually a sailor before I was a pirate. My captain stumbled upon a bit of a treasure as we were going through a bit of the hoard that we got from uh, <laughs> a vessel of pirates. He saw that the treasure had more than just silver and gold. It's this piece of junk. And he gives it a bit of a tap. Well, and he just laughs at himself a little bit. Yeah, I originally intended on selling it. The biggest gamble of my life. Threw away my career, my friends, my allies. Made an enemy of everyone and everything. Just to get the damn sword. (laughs) And what do I learn? I learned that's cursed. Really can't uh, go apart from it. And it does its best to make your life uh, as much of a hell as it can. Just see it rattling more and more. It, It has its uses. I'd sure as hell like to get the gold for it. Gives it a little bit of a knock. But sadly enough, can't part with it. So it's cursed in, like, multiple ways. Well, yes. Cursed in a lot of ways. In fact, it's taking all my effort not to speak like a cliche pirate right now. That is literally a part of the curse. It really doesn't pose an accent, but thankfully, I haven't had my voice for a while. I think as he's buttoning up his uh, surcoat. Nah, I'd say, no. His uh, dress shirt to start off with. Just buttoning up his dress shirt, looking at the mirror, checking his chin, seeing the stubble. Uh, the damnedest thing about the blade is it really does eat away at the heart. One day, someday out there, I won't be me anymore. I won't feel anything. I won't know anything. I'll be just a... What did your friend say? Oh, yes. A puppet. And I guess I... You haven't really been able to find ways to lift the curse off you yet? I've talked to a cleric or two. Held the blade to their damn throat. Told them, I'm done with this. Done with the blade, done with the curse. <laughs> they tried. Oh, oh, they tried. No. Fortunately, I haven't met anyone powerful enough to remove the curse. Guess I'm real sorry for that. It's gotta be rough. I think uh, his back is towards you. Well, I won't lie. I won't lie, Mr. Hayes. <laughs> and he chuckles at himself. I won't lie, Eddie. It has been hard. Very, very hard. Done. Done a lot of things Come to that I've come to regret. <sighs> that regret is what keeps me going. Tells me I'm still there. I can still be ashamed of my actions. I'm afraid one day I just won't be sorry anymore. <laughs> and I think his head slightly tilts towards you side of his eyes is iris looking at you fortunately i feel like when i'm around you gives a slight smirk i won't be too much of a worry <laughs> just like uh uh grabs his pen and like uh gives it uh, <laughs> uh gives it a drag and lets it go <laughs> well then eddie what's the plans for today as you see him finally put on his surcoat uh, well as he kind of like uh uh, starts rolling himself out of bed. <laughs> so, like as like stretches out uh, in the middle of the night. I already sent. Uh, well, I guess the rest of my friends a uh, a crusher phone. Crusher. Hmm. 
Yeah, it's kind of like a, uh, it works kind of like a shell phone, but it's not registered with anyone's soul or anything, so very hard to trace. <laughs> and in a pinch, you can easily crush it with your hands. You see him uncomfortably, like, uh, rub his nose. Cheeks a little flush from uh, Spice Rum last night. Oh, is it just for show or looking towards you? Uh, what do you mean? Can't we give him a call right now? Mm, it's always better if they call us first. Nots. I don't know what kind of situation they're in. Oh, I'm sure they're in peril. <laughs> and I feel like that's a good transition. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, linger towards Mavet because I pushed Mavet to the side here. Uh, Mavet, uh, you do notice in the morning, like uh, as you're standing uh, watch, you do notice like an old man, a little hunched over, begin to uh, walk towards the gate. See him fumbling around with some keys. Hear a big uh, clank. You hear the metal gate screech open. Uh, Who the hell are you? Uh, Oh, uh, a tree man. Yes, I was keeping watch, making sure Eddie's safe. Oh, that's that's good on you. I'm very happy that you were at least good uh, to Mr. Hayes. It's good that you're keeping him protected. And gives you a little bit of a nod at that. We need more people like you. We need more woodmen. So who's the big person out in the ocean? It kind of looks like a whale. A big person? What the hells are you talking about? I just happened to see a big creature out in the ocean. I just wanted to see if it was friendly or not. <laughs> There's a lot of big things out there. Especially on this island. You're not really narrowing it down. Well, if they're big, are they usually nice, or should we stay away from them? It's best that you keep your distance and mind your P's and Q's. What's a Q? Stares at you. See, like, a little bit of chew in his upper bottom lip. Son, what the fuck do you know? Well, I know P is plants. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know what Q is. Do you not know your alphabet of common? can't read. Oh, is that so? You can't read. It's a damn shame. We Strange as hell to you. You'd figure pages of a book come from a tree. Figure a tree would know how to read. Tell you what. I got a little bit of time on me. And he begins to close the gate. You got a moment. Why don't I show you a thing or two? Hobbles over to his little station. Come here. Come here. Let me, let me show you. Okay. Can, can you read this line for me? Let's no. see how bad you are. Okay, you, you can't read, period. Oh, do, do you understand this letter? No. No, oh, shit. <laughs> <sighs> if Mavet wants to, he can start being taught how to read by learning uh, the alphabet first. I don't think this is going to work. I'll check on Matt, um, little Eddie and see if he's okay. He, I think he pollinated. Pollen what? fuck are you talking about he's not he's not a plant okay bye bye stares at you as you walk away uh do you do straight line to the manor do you follow the path i I just go basically the way i came to the guardhouse when it i go just straight to eddie yeah well what i'm curious about mavet is if you follow like the dirt path in front of or not dirt path the cobblestone path in front of you or if you're going in the like uh grass I would take the quickest way there, parkour. Yeah. 
Oh, no, hang on. Follow the path. God damn it. You're, you're fucking up the grass. Okay. Sorry. Oh, ew. Oh, damn trees think they can walk on my grass. <laughs> damn Just... old men think I can't walk on grass. <laughs> With a little harump, he sits on the stool and cracks open the book. All right. Um, guess I should uh, ask here quickly from uh, the girls if uh, you, you mind uh, telling me what the morning looks like. And uh, everyone, please do take a long rest as well. No, nothing crazy happened. Um, here's what I'll say. Aluya is definitely going to be the first one up because I made Aluya not drunk. Seer, on the other hand, oh, not a nice morning. Yeah, please, please take a couple moments to set the scene here of how uh, you girls wake up and what you're doing. Oh, wait, I was supposed to. Sorry, I was trying to recover my. Oh, well, I'll, I'll tell you later. But yeah, go ahead, Aluya. <sighs> she gets up. She gives a stretch. Feels surprisingly well for the night she had and she'll turn over to you seeing that you're still asleep and she'll use the staff and she'll go down and get food for you and her oh yeah what's the quality of the food Let's see I don't know. a nice a nice full and hearty breakfast she's got the meats she's got the eggs she's got the toast she's got the juice and the coffee uh, she's got, uh, jams and butters. Yeah, you can definitely have your little continental breakfast. Just gonna say, like, uh, you do notice, like, uh, some of the food is a bit spoiled. Son of a bitch. Pick off the good ones, and then whichever ones can be solid, she'll scrape off the gunk. She'll make sure that Seer has the good ones, and she'll eat the partially busted bits of food. All right. Go ahead. Like, uh, you both uh, begin to eat breakfast. What's the topic this morning? Where are the plants? Uh, I noticed that Seer's not well, so... Seer, Seer, I have breakfast for you. Seer, wake up! Oh, oh my god. Oh, kind of like Seer slowly scooches up, and you just see them. It's one of those rare moments where you could see the fieriness in their face as if it's like something's about to erupt. I need to grab a pot, a bowl, whatever, but whatever's in me is not gonna stay. Oh, all right. Uh, 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 here, use this. I just want to imagine, like, you know, yeah, Seer, you know, up checks or, like, throws up, but it's all candle wax. That's all it is. It's just like, I ate too many candles. Oh, my head. Oh, God. Oh, I'm trying to collect my thoughts. Sorry for you to see such a display, Aluya. No, it's okay. Uh, I have some toast. How about we start with toast? I won't put any butter or anything on it. Just get something in your system. But I have everything else if you're hungry. We we can easily do that. Oh god, it's rainbow in there. A anyway, I'll have the toast. Did you sleep alright? Uh, physically, yes. I slept fine. Let's take care of you. Um, so, great. Am I still exhausted? You would lose a level of exhaustion. Hey! I'll take it off, or you take it off for me. How many levels do you have? So, to explain above table, reason why I was so on edge on transforming into my disguises is because, due to the deal, I didn't know what would happen if I disguised myself, and apparently every single time I disguise myself, I get exhaustion. Actual. 
That means that's why Sia was so panicked because they it's one of those it wasn't they weren't panicked about being tired they were panicking on the um, the complications of what that means you know yeah mm. but yeah Sia will slowly get themselves back together headache and all and be like I mean I feel more refreshed that alcohol helped a bit helped loosen loosen us up didn't it yeah I loosened you up but everything is in the bowl now. I mean, maybe we can salvage the candles and you can use them again. Just kidding. I joke, I joke. I was scared that you weren't because I could see that working, but also that I don't want to die, but I also am desperate not to do that. Anyway, we'll have to get ready quickly. We'll have to make our way in our disguises to the meeting point. We have the, you know, the shell phone. So I'll have to give them a call. I can already tell you're already disguised in your beautiful self, so you're good. I just need to get myself prepared then. Uh, we'll take a moment after hearing that. Yes, you get ready. I am set to go. You eat. Make sure you eat. Uh, I'll wait outside so we can get going. I mean, you'll just be waiting outside or you'll be waiting here. Whichever you choose. I will wait outside. Take Rascal or Spanky with you. Can do. Since they are in this now with the altar self, Spanky can ride Aluya's shoulder. And then eventually Sierra and Aluya will go back to business of meeting this person at 8 o'clock. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, does uh, the entire party regroup for this? Or is this just going to be the clandestine mission you two are going to hold on your shoulders? I mean, we couldn't. That's what I was going to say. We could call on the shell phone. So, all right, hold on. Hold on. Let me, let me type in the phone. Alright, will they pick up? Oh yeah, let's see how long it takes for Eddie to pick up. I assume right away. He's the one who gave us the phone. Ring, 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 ring. Oh, would you look at that? It's like, just like, uh, oh wait, hold on. It's like, uh, like it like, like starts digging into the covers. <laughs> like, I know I put it up. Ring, there ring, it is. long, just long. Like a, <laughs> Just like just like wiggling his butt the whole time, just like there it is, and then like answers it. Hey, what's up? All right, we're ready to rumble. We're relaxed. I would say peppy, and we are ready to go meet up with the person that we have to meet this morning. You have two choices: you could either join us, or we take care of it ourselves. Problem is, the people we're gonna find are expecting Janasi, not normal people. They might be the same person though. You're trying to reconvene with. Um, what was the captain's name again, um, Gray, that I have to meet? Captain Eddie. I have to go meet Captain Eddie today, so they're associated with the Quagmire. Wait, oh. so we're not meeting Eddie, or we're meeting Eddie? Is this a different Eddie? Can Eddie hear me right now? Hi, Eddie. Yes, to all of that. Actually, does that work? Can you hear Louie, too? I actually don't know about the, you know, shell phones. Uh, yeah, it works. I can hear Louie, it works a little differently from, like, a sending stone. Well, with that said, I made my little mechanical friend. So if we need to move things back and forth physically, they can do it for us. But regardless, we both have to go see Captain Eddie for they are the person we need to contact to that will get us to where we need to go. Hence why if you do come along, there's a chance that you can go where we need to go. And that means Eddie's then we might be able to- threw up this morning. It was like chunks of wax. It was gross and cool at the same time. God damn it. Ugh. 
Aluya, that that's Eddie doesn't see Aluya um Sears face over the phone. Any anyway, Eddie, we ha if this might be a prime opportunity to be able to catch a ride, so I'll leave it up to you. But we're gonna go to the meeting. It's eight o'clock sharp. Well, like it would probably be for the best that I didn't show up. That we did have like an interesting interaction with him last night, and also uh, I'm pretty sure they're also working with groups that would more than likely are more than likely uh, not big fans of like my whole family. Then what I will do is that we'll take the meeting ourselves and we'll be we'll keep contact and let you know what the results we get. If it's immediate like we're traveling, then I will message you right away. Okay. Um this is a good point for me to tell everybody. Everyone besides Mavet, you feel an ethereal yeah, no, it'd be closer to say like a, a spiritual connection and all of your connections feel like they're getting a bit weaker. Um, with a seer in particular, your your link just feels a hell of a lot weaker today. And just to uh, specify, like you guys uh, transported over to uh, Pandeka Island. It it was like that uh, a free falling motion when you guys uh, fell into this world. In that you you have this just connection to each one of you. Uh, for Eddie, it's a lot more uh, familiar. Feels like uh, being connected to the Nexus itself. But this is just a good time to bring it up that today it just feels a lot weaker. For one person in particular, and for another person it feels just the same. Please go on. wonder what that would mean for the group then, because I feel like Eddie would be more prominent about it if he felt that. And, and again, this happens right now, at the start of the new day. Have you been feeling strange, Eddie? You know what, Aluya? Have you been also feeling strange? Uh, strange? How? Um, like, like from last night? Strange or like? No, that didn't feel strange. That was fun, but. I mean, um, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel well. Yeah, there is something off. I can't quite describe, but sure, I guess it's that. I can't pinpoint it. How about you, Eddie? Mm -hmm. I've also been feeling like a little weirder today too, just like a little bit ago. And you know what? Because uh, we have two Genasi, and uh, the, this ex uh, particular example would just be natural for you, Eddie. If you look down at your arm and uh, move it around a little bit, you leave uh, slight motion blurs. You look down at your arm and fur, they seem just a little bit lighter, a little bit more faded. Mm -hmm. Oh, actually, I, I have a suspicion about that. Uh, but I need to go confirm it. Then the sooner the better, correct? Uh, hold on, I gotta grab another. It's like a, again, just like a looking around his room. She's like, oh, right. I keep one over in. Goes over to the bedside, like bends down a bit. It's like, there it is. <laughs> I'm only mentioning like the bending down bit, by the way, because he has not dressed since he's woken up. <laughs> That's just... It's <laughs> so... Like, uh, pulls out another mushroom. What are you doing over there, Eddie? Oh my god, I just want to imagine they're staring at him naked, and then this other guy is just going like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I just need to, well, you saw me do it last night, so, uh, using this to, uh, to talk to Ma. Gives a nod. It's, uh, 
and then like uh using it just like uh like uh, channeling it like a like into it hey ma how are you today and also how is everyone else is everyone healthy please let me know lovely how about yourself we are hungry we are thirsty we are tired one person looks good enough to eat <laughs> i'm trying to <laughs> try to figure out the finish uh finisher for this would be uh i love you there we go so and as the uh as the mushroom like of uh fades away looks over to the captain all right that pretty much confirmed it then mm-hmm. as he just like then walks back over to the the shell phone we have a uh, an extra wrinkle in the issue so uh so this is a good time to mention because of uh, Eddie's uh, investigation of what's been happening over there that uh, the current situation that uh, the other people are in is they are slowly getting more and more exhausted to tell you guys in a mechanical term. And the main reason why I uh, changed uh, the exhaustion rules is that is going to be your guys's overall time limit is how long these people will live for. And you guys, if memory serves, have nine levels to work with. And how I'm going to do this each and every day is they're going to make a constitution saving throw. All they need to do is get above a 10. Uh, The caveat is if you roll one, instead of suffering one level of exhaustion, you suffer two. Uh, They can get up to 10 levels of exhaustions. So worst case scenario, 10 days. Absolute astronomically bad uh, uh, roles could potentially be five, but that's uh, that's absolute worst case scenario if I somehow always roll one. So that explains why you said my captain got weaker. Yours is significantly more weak. But yeah, minimum of uh, nine days of uh, safety. Uh, ten is could could potentially be death afterwards. You know, above table, so okay, Eddie, aka Mega, this actually makes it a beautiful thing that I just realized. So, if this mechanic is hold true, then if we're able to switch back places, we can have the people that are transported away from us take over what we couldn't do. So my investigator could keep investigating situations, and since I find more evidence, they could find more evidence after if I give them my evidence. Your mom, being possibly with Captain Valentine knowing more information can also help us out. So I think this isn't a bad thing. This is basically letting us know, find things within four or five days. And then when we find those four or five days of things, we transport back and let the people here move forward while we move to another spot. You know? It it will cost an action. That's the only cost it will take to send uh, if any one of you wants to go back i get that but that's what i'm just saying is that it's not a bad thing it means then we just get this group ready so they can move forward so that if we move into a direction we can actually handle things a bit more it's a race now eddie let's do it but yeah he'll go ahead and uh and say it looks like like that weird feeling we've all been having it's because like the people that we swapped with seems like they're getting weaker too. It's not like they brought any like food or water with them when they got teleported away. That makes sense. If you look into the laws of magic, you can create and destroy things, but it has to come from somewhere. 
or go somewhere. And this is also important just to bring up to, for the audience as well to know. Uh, the very first interaction I believe Eddie had with his mother, uh, she did mention that uh, there were multiple people and uh, that there were wards. Yep, I remember. Yeah, no, the, this is just me reiterating because we're getting to the point of like what's happening over on that side. And that is an extremely important detail since uh, uh, what the fuck's his name? Uh, Peckins and other allies are also in that area as well. But please go on. So like, I guess we do have to be a little bit more efficient with how we're like going about things. Because, well, if we're a bit too slow, well, they could die. Then, Eddie, here's what I propose, because if we need to make things move fast, we have to take risks to move fast. Aluie and I are going to go meet Captain Eddie. We will say what we need to say to get us further into the, I would say, the background of the rebirth bastion that will allow us to be able to hone on to our enemy. You should also do the same with things that would help you get closer to where you need to go, because... The advantage, if I think of it as this, is that if I do need to switch, I can. I think the only rule we need to make, though, is that if we are going to switch with the person that we are with, we go at a place where they would be safe. So I would not leave the city, not until I know that they'd have safety and wouldn't die. Why I say this, too, is because I also know that you wouldn't want your mother to be stuck in the middle of an icy area. So, well, as he's just kind of like... Uh looking over, like, uh, uh, back toward the captain. Just, uh, I am gonna have a bit of a chat with, uh, with Captain Valentine to see if maybe, with a little bit of back-scratching, he can help us out. Because at the very least, it seems like everything that he's wrapped up in is also pretty well wrapped in the stuff that we're looking into. If so, then we need to work fast, because the issue is that I want you to know my connection feels much weaker, which means I might have to leave sooner before the rest of you. So I'm going to work fast. <laughs> this is a good time for me just to really make this clear in case I uh, uh, either misspoke or didn't mention this. Uh, towards the action of uh, uh, switching places with uh, your individual, um, I'm going to read this verbatim so I don't make a mistake. At the cost of one action, a member of the party can, uh, can teleport the entire party back to the circle. Oh. Okay, let me make that a absolutely clear, because I, I don't want you guys to think that it's individual. This is a group decision. If shit gets really fucked up, this is an option. I mean, it still sucks a little bit if you think about it, because then, you know, okay. Hmm. Uh, then I just let them know it's like my person's extremely weak. So we'll need to move fast. I don't know if we'll have enough time to reach where we need to go. Unless we find a mage that could help us teleport around. But for the time being, we'll take care of our things today. You take care of your things and we'll reconvene. Yeah, once we like know more about what needs to be done, we can put together a stronger plan of action. Yeah, right. All right. Well, you have fun, you're meeting. I'm gonna get some breakfast. Okay. Although I did have plenty of sausage last night. Ha <laughs> ha! In the background. I mean, some people can understand that. I don't really understand that too much. Plus, I don't like sausage. I had candles all day. We had sausage for breakfast. I don't understand. Yeah, you didn't really re- Yeah, I didn't really get a, a sausage girl reading from you. You are wise to think that. 
Regardless, though, all right, Aluya, any last words you want to say to Eddie before I hang up the phone? Uh, no, please don't mention the pu- my rainbow candle wax. Oh, no, 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 I won't do that again. Uh, Mavet, hello? I haven't seen you in a minute. Uh, Eddie? <laughs> I hope all is well. Hope to regroup soon. Uh, goodbye. Do I just say goodbye? Does it end? I mean... <laughs> channeling your inner grandma with this shit. <laughs> I mean, I, that, I didn't say bye yet, so I didn't hang up. Do, do you want me to hang up the shell phone? Eddie, I'll, I'll teach him how to use this. You have a good time. I'll see you soon. Oh, I should probably tell you. Uh, hmm? In case of an emergency, if somebody you don't want to finds out about that or is looking for it, you can just crush it with your hand. But in an emergency, you know? If I don't do it with my hands, probably I'll put it in somewhere, you know, more secretive if I had to crush it. Thighs. Damn it. You stole my joke. Thunder! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't want thunder. Aluya's my thunder. Wait a minute. But anyway. You can use Aluya's thunder thighs. There you go. Put shell phone between. Anyway, the phone gets hanged up, and then Steve will look to Aluya and be like, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. The two of you begin to travel. Do you guys just walk the streets? Oh god, I'm gonna have to keep doing the candle act till I get to Captain Eddie. <laughs> Well, on the bright side, you have plenty of candle wax left over. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So how do you get there? Like, are are you, like, disguised and walking there? Or are you taking the stealthy approach, going through alleys, taking the main road? Like, how are you getting to the shack? Problem is, I can't take the stealthy approach because I'm literally on fire. Yes, so you I are. have to do my clown motif again. So we have to slowly travel as I entertain eating more candles. We'll be shaking their money makers or their gold makers. And then just, you know, we'll get eventually to Captain Eddie. Okay. If that's uh, the case. um, We make 150 gold. Well, first of all, we need to do our uh, uh, morning routine here. I'm going to send everyone a uh, wisdom save. Uh, Yeah, we don't talk about why. Um, Oh, no. Mavet's a god. I might as well flash of genius. Well, wait, I wouldn't know about it, would I? I can't flash a genius. genius? Well, no, I can't flash a genius unless I'm aware of something going on. So if this is like a scrying, no, I can't. You cannot. And I got a 13. Holy shit. Oh, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to. My, 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 my fingers automatically did the 1d4. Uh, (sighs) Even though I know it's not a, a thing for. Uh, yeah, mine's actually a 22, sorry. Okay, actually 22? Alright. Damn, that that was unfortunate. I was just about to say, like, uh, our, our first su- uh, success here. <laughs> oh, we failed. Yeah, Damn. everyone fails. It, it uh, again, like, uh, from the start of the adventure, like, cl- uh, clips of your hair, uh, uh body parts, uh, names, like, uh, you guys escaped from people that know you fairly well. But uh, I want to hear everyone's routine. Meg, I assume you go into your uh, uh, room the moment that you see the little ball. Um, actually, yeah, it's curious, just like, uh, do you commute? Yeah, it's just yeah. like, go to the close of the captain. Just like, oh, hold on a sec. Uh, I'll be gone for like <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> um, out of curiosity, uh, uh, I assume phone to uh, the other people. My vet's going to be coming up here shortly. Like, I assume you spread the word around that time. 
Oh yeah, Eddie would try to yeah, like uh, yeah, inform. <laughs> yeah, works out for me. Yeah, everyone is aware of it. Like as soon as Malvat walks into uh, the room with a fully dressed uh, Captain Valentine and the smells of dank sex in the room. Smells like fertilizer in here. No, you're just full of shit. Oh, hey, nice pun. <laughs> yeah, I used to be a stand-up comedian before I got into sailing. I see why that didn't work out for you. I fell short. <laughs> um, Mavet, do you do anything to try to escape this uh, gaze, or are you just letting it be? I, I have no idea why they're looking at me, so I'm just, I'm just doing my own thing. Okay. Eddie hides away. Mavet. Wait, do I, see a, do I see a scribing orb? No. Uh, the only uh, inference you have is uh, Eddie mentioning, uh, mentioning it, his blind sight. Yeah, uh, just act normally. Uh, uh, Aluya, here. During the call, you would have heard uh, Ma- uh, Eddie mention that. Uh, what Do you guys take any precautions, or do you just go about your daily life and uh, stick with the mission here? I mean, I would have Seer detour a bit so they don't know where we're exactly going. But probably acting suspicious would be worse because the problem is, Squatch, you know about things, but if we just don't talk about things, we don't have to. Plus, then they're just going to stare and go, like, the fuck is going on with Seer eating candles and Aaliyah throwing balloons at people? Well, would you. I can't even offer you an insight check. Um... No, Scrying's kind of cruel. Yeah. No, Mega would be the only person I could offer the check to, but he's in. Uh different yeah he's hiding away which is good but that's also why it's like honestly that's what i would do i don't know what alouia would do but very much like seer would just play it up harder as the clown that eats candles yeah alouia doesn't care she's just having a good time with seer and they're <laughs> being spies and they're going to the secret meeting pretty shitty spy when you have a tail <laughs> or maybe that's what they want them to think that's the plan all along yeah more candles. The time goes by. Once that disappears, then I continue on to where we need to go. Yep. Ten minutes. Yeah. Ten minutes pass. It disappears. Eddie's out out of the room. Um. So who? Yeah. I feel like uh, the girls would actually uh, take point on this. Hmm. Which which group would like to go first? Uh, I would actually like to give Aluya and Seer an opportunity, especially since like uh, Aluya wasn't like a uh, pure last session. Yeah, I think that'd be fair, because I know, Aluya, you missed out a lot, so I think it'd be nice to see interactions with what we have with Captain Eddie. Wait, can we have Captain Eddie played by Eddie, just to fuck with a group more? Eddie? It is you! Ah, uh, hey, bros. It's, uh, I kind of, like, took over the uh, the whole army while in the span of the morning, so I'm the captain now. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the captain. You can just call me Captain Eddie. Things are changing. Damn right. Alright, Aluya, you ready? I'm ready. Here we go! Uh, if you can see the scene, you girls are uh, going down cobblestone streets. You are still hearing uh, the ruckus of uh, carriages that are without horses. And uh, right next to uh, the small little warehouse that you need to go to here, you see a, a stable with uh, some... Uh, animals and again uh they are horses it's just you know uh there's no carriages no carts it seems like other uh, pets and you see water basins uh to your right we just see a uh, very large uh, building 
and once you uh, look down at the feather that you have in your hand, water cupped in hand, it is the exact place that you need to be. What is the plan? So, Aluya. Mm, yes. I am very good at figuring things out, but I also know that I'm not great with talking. Are you okay if you take the lead on the talking here, since I'm not the greatest with my words? I'm, that's fine with me. Uh, they know not to touch me, right? I, or maybe they want to touch me. I don't mind, but they will what, not. Well, here's what we should do then. They, w- they will be looking for Genasis, and when we met those frog people, they didn't see you in your Genasi form. So they might ask you to confirm, and I think you can. I'll warn them first, but if you take the lead in the talking, what I'll do is, well, how would I phrase it? I would be your little secretary. Okay, I will do my best. That's all I ask. Then, lead on. Okay, you said the building to the right is where we go? Uh, sorry, uh, let's use uh, cardinal directions here. Um, it is going to be to uh, the uh, southwest. So this building right here. Also, just to make sure it's official, um, Spanky is going to be hiding in Aluya's clothes. Yep, uh, he's on the map, and uh, he, that can absolutely happen. I'm just specifying because I know, like, if I don't specify, then if I wanted to cast certain spells, it could be, it wouldn't work. So I'm, I'm making sure it's on Aluya. Yep, you see uh, a few doors here and there. I'm in front of a door, right? Yes, you are. She'll dust herself off, give a big old sigh, just let it out. Okay. And she will knock on the door. Begin to knock on the door. So the door begins to creak open, and you see a a woman with uh, blonde hair that goes down to her uh, waist. Very long hair. She's wearing a blouse, and she has a very bright smile. Oh, is that you? Looking. Uh... Janet Jackson here. Janet Jackson. Yes, yes, Janet. Please, come in, come in. And door opens all the way. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Excuse me, let me. I'm just going to scoot right past you. Door closes, and we hear a click. This way, this way. Lovely place you have here. Oh, it is good, isn't it? Um, So as you uh, do walk in. Do you see a bit of a hearth? You see uh, the carcass of a uh, deer on the table. And uh, within the hearth, you see a bubbling pot of uh, stew. And as she press around the corner to the room, she opens up another door that uh, leads to a, a bit of a abandoned dining area, is the best way to uh, call this. This uh, warehouse seems like uh, it used to be an inn, but now it is uh, closed down and boarded up. And she motions for you to come out. Or sorry, not come out. Come in. Uh, Before I do so, does it feel like we're alone? As you come to the door, you see about uh, six other individuals for a total of seven people in this building. Uh, You see a man in a uh, a uh, pirate-like outfit. You got the Jack Sparrow hat. You got the long coat, the leather boots and uh right now he is just polishing off a uh, blade while uh the rest of the people here are uh, all in the room sitting talking amongst themselves uh they are uh, frog-like people but with uh, water-like skin and as uh, the woman leads you in 
Uh, she begins to tug at her face and rip until the skin comes off and reveals a watery frog. Please, come in! Thank you. Cool party trick. Sir, uh, uh... Yes? Do join me. With pleasure. Hello right. there. Uh, hello. Captain at the chair gives you a nod and motions to uh, one of the chairs by the hearth. Right on top of a bearskin rug. That's what I'm looking for. There we go. Hmm? Don't know if you remember us. Uh, this is uh, Sir. Uh, I am Janet Jackson. Pleasure to see you all again. Uh, does the stand-up uh, offering a hand to both of you offers it to uh, Seer first. Shake your hand. Seer will shake it and then just simply ask, is it safe for me to take off this crown so that I can finally let my hair down and not be acting a fool? Gives a nod. There are no eyes in this place. It's a little haven for us to be free, to be ourselves. See the steam from your handshake rise into the air from water and fire touching towards uh, Janet Jackson and gives a smile. I heard from one of my associates that uh, you're a little shocking to the touch. Yes. I get it. That was funny. I like that one. Uh, no, I, yeah. I mean literally. You, you will shock me, will you? Uh, not that I would mean to, but it's best that we do not shake. I, I'm a hugger, so unfortunately I can't even do that. Gives a slight nod. And just goes, well, I don't mean to be rude, but I won't give you a handshake. Gives you a little empty chuckle. Sits back on uh, his chair, staring at both of you intently. I think his eyes lay onto Aluya first. Please, feel comfortable. I mean, thank you, I already am. No, no, you misunderstand. Please feel comfortable. Take off your disguise. There is no disguise, sir. I just have a... Clown, uh, through clothes on? I just, uh, this is me. I think what they're saying, Aluia, is about the staff thingy. Oh, I didn't think I put it back on. I put it on to... Did you not? Get the, I put it on to get the breakfast, but I was so used to walking around, I just disguised myself. Well, it usually lasts for an hour. Yeah. If it helps, yeah, it lasts for an hour, so that's why you, when you disguise yourself, it's like you look like a normal woman. Okay. Now, so it means like if Aaliyah wanted to we could just say it's almost about to run out and Aaliyah could just drop it no okay. yeah no that's pr- we actually have a legitimate clock a half an hour has passed uh, oh oh right that's uh, mm-hmm. okay please feel comfortable uh, alright well here you go this is me yeah the man himself just to describe it like uh, you, you see that his uh, skin is just a deep blue like uh, the ocean itself. And what's strange is you actually see uh, underneath his skin, you see uh, currents uh, acting like his uh, veins, and they all go towards his heart, like uh, there is a, uh, like there's a vortex. And uh, I think at this point, he looks at uh, both of you and says, So, looking at Aluya first, then slowly towards Seer. How did you find yourself on this island? Well, um, I'm not good with the technical magic stuff, but some weird switcheroo happened, and here we are. Uh, switcheroo? Yes, switcheroo. In in what sense a switcheroo? Like, we were one place, we Mm. wound up here, 
but I guess we took the place of someone else. Complicated teleportation where it takes one thing to move from another place. So think of it as like if you wanted to have a glass of orange juice go to a different place, you first had to put the glass of water in the spot where the orange juice was to put it there. I see. It's less potent and it doesn't require as much powerful of magics. As I'm gonna have both the players make me a uh, fucking roll for persuasion. I was about to say a fucking roll. I'm like, no, wait, too early. Anyway, um, well, yeah, I think it's persuasion because the best way I explain it, my character is trying to explain how it works. I'm not lying. I'm just being like, no, yeah, it's like you, you girls aren't lying. It's just a very outlandish uh, fucking claim that he needs to you know, see. And also, I come from the moon. <laughs> <laughs> But I love Olivia. Oh my god. We're being persuasive. Yeah, you are very persuasive. He 100% buys it, and he just goes, yes, it it makes sense. I mean, it's very uncommon to have three different types of genasi find themselves in one place, although you are a minority. Travelers are no strange thing. It's, you, you tend to move with the current. If you're one type of genasi, we tend to gather up all is one i i am just awestruck <laughs> how lucky we can be and more of our brethren come pause gives you a smile please t- tell me more about this this teleportation where where did you come from well in my case i came from the dominion of kindle but before then i was traveling and then i encountered this Companion of mine pointing to Olivia. Before, though, they were someone that, you know, wasn't a Genasi, so they are new, recent. Hmm? So, you could say they don't really have a land they're from. They were created. Yeah, I, uh, we were in some sort of uh, labyrinth, and I awoke to be this. A, a, a labyrinth? Yes. And you, you woke up like this? Correct. I hope you are aware of what happens to Genasi, my good captain. I I was narrows his eyes and gives a nod and just says, What happened to the body? I took care of it. Cousin, mm. oh. do be more careful. There is still use for the body. I understand. It was a situation where let's put it this way, death was intimate and I had a choice whether to let it roam. And possibly threaten to kill me and them. Or take care of it and mourn the loss of it. Since it's a dirty thing to do. I'm not proud of it. She did what needed to be done. I do not feel like I am missing anything. Just breathes in deep. And gives out a small or a quiet but long exhale. You, You did nothing wrong. Just be more mindful. Bodies still have their use, I understand. Now, I wish to know, was this labyrinth, this teleportation, where where did it take place? I thought we were here to chat about revolutionizing some things. If you understand, they're actually a little bit excited since, well, I told them the implications, and they've been a grand supporter of, well, the Genasi cause, as I would describe. Oh. It'd be, and looks towards Aluya. Be foolish just to let anyone within our ranks. We have to get to know each other to make sure you're on the up and up. 
please tell me more I don't even think it was intentional. We just kind of came across it. So let me explain. I can only give you the short bit, but I am one of the rare Genasi that weren't murdered. When you were captured by people, we were criminals. They and, and I were able to escape and we ran off to our directions. Think of it as that we eventually stumbled upon this labyrinth and found its discoveries in another continent. And then after that, it's how we got here through its teleportation methods. Genius mage. Very much someone beyond their times. However, it is, as far as I remember, in a state of decay and also not safe still. Hence why we left. You see, I'm really thinking. Happiness Chen. Prisoners. Hmm. Hmm. Thoughts. You, you see him just really thinking, thinking really hard like he is forgetting something. <laughs> Shakes Shit, his I left the oven on. Yeah. <laughs> it sh- yeah. Shakes his head. It looks like he's uh, he's missing a connection here. And uh, he uh, looks towards uh, Aluya. Uh, sorry. Um, a wizard? Yes, a wizard. He's an asshole. Was an asshole. Chuckles. He's the one that killed her. Oh, sorry to say. What was the name of this mage? Mm, I think it was like Odin Oboros. Something with an O. Odin, you say? Hmm. I don't know for sure. It was an O. What country was, did this happen in? Dantis? Ubaran? Add a character. What country was it again? Juliana. Okay. I figured that, but I didn't want to sound yep. stupid. No, that's perfectly it. fine. Juliana. <laughs> uh, uh, Juliana. Yes. Hmm. Okay. Now... I know you asked a lot of questions of us, but can you introduce yourself a bit more of your background since, well, it seems I understand you're concerned about meeting new people, but we also would like to know about the people of similar kind of us. It's just, you know, I understand your concerns. Would you be willing to share a bit more about yourself and the people here? Is a bit of a smile. Gray's loading bar starts loading. <laughs> no, I just had to go through my notes here. Don't want to look up doesn't like names. being asked so many questions. <laughs> so the captain just gives a nod and he says, "You've been very honest with me, so I'll give you the same appreciation that you've shown us." I am Captain Eddie. What what you need to know about me is I fell to a uh, bit of uh, and he giggles to himself, bit of a whirlpool while uh, sailing a ship and. Most of my crew ended up dying, and his eyes, like, linger here and there across the room. A lot of said crew still with me today, but we've amassed a uh, greater current here, gathered other lost souls, and rallied uh, under a single banner for Maelstrella. And you just see, like, the other Genasi in the room, like, clink glasses at that. But please, let me introduce a few people here. Let me introduce uh, people you'd be very familiar with. And uh, you see uh, two familiar uh, frog people walk up to you. They're uh, the same people that talked to you the very first time. Stage right, right next to each other. They uh, both uh, walk up and give a, a little bit of a hand wave. Olya gives a smile, gives a wave back. <laughs> see her nods in acknowledgement. Over here we have Typhoon and we have Oceana. They give a nod. The male 
the chubby man you were talking to, Typhoon, just goes, I was afraid for a second that he'd run on us. <laughs> it's such a pleasure to see her faces again. And you just see uh, the woman patting his back. Oh, didn't have a single doubt that they would come. Well, honestly, what you said to us was intriguing. How could we not pass up an opportunity like this? Gives a nod. Well, yes, I do need to ask. The man gets up and comes a little closer, both of you. Could you handle yourself in a scuffle? Raises you up and down. I mean, I I can be helpful. Yes, I can do some things. If I were to describe our situation, they're the cannon, and I load them. I, I don't usually do this. I think I can make an exception for you. And looks at each one of you. As of right now, we're in the middle of an operation. The pawns are moving, dice have been rolled. Things are at work. It's a little unorthodox to include some new blood into something that's already carved into stone. But I've got a good feeling about the both of you. Usually, we do a little bit of an introduction with uh, some new recruits to the higher-ups. We usually make a big event out of it. Get it all done at one time. It's each individual. With the both of you, I think I can expedite a meeting. It's just that one tiny thing I need help with. And what could we assist you with? Well, I had a recent thorn in our side with our operations. You see, we're trying to set up a bit of interference with uh, the Hayes family, with their imports and exports. It just shouldn't concern uh, why we need to do as such. The important bit is, it's been our recent activities, and we've been having a greater impact on the uh, wars in the following countries. The issue is, we've had a sneaky smuggler making it past our net who is, and he bites his lip a little bit, fucking up our operation here. To see how dedicated both of you are to the cause, I would like that individual. Now, you can bring him to us, dead or alive. It doesn't concern me. I just want to know that he's dealt with. Want his head or his body? Towards Luya, then towards Seer. And who are we supposed to be looking for? Crosses his arms. Captain Valentine. And I kind of want to leave off on that note. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. This has been House Common Blood. The intro and outro music is Oh My Dog by Savik, and any other music and sound effects used in the episode are royalty free. Credits can be found in the episode description. Please review us on whatever podcast listening app you happen to be using, and if you like us, Tell other people. Word of mouth is the best way for us to grow. Thank you for joining us. Eolus guide you. <laughs>